Okay, we're recording in English now. Okay. <laughs> we learned Rashi, the end of Parsha's Bolok, tells us, speaks to us, tells us about this Koz, Zimri Ben Solo and, and Cosby Basur, yes? Their names are only mentioned in our Sedra. Their names are not mentioned in the former Sedra. And the Rechaim HaKodesh says in our Sedra, the reason they're not mentioned by name in the former Sedra, because we were talking in a negative fashion about them. So before any negative thing happened, what do we have to spell out who they are? But only after this, it actually occurred, and it's negate to the sequence of the parasha, where the Torah speaks about the Milo of Pilchos, and he tells us his Yichos, Ben Eloza, Ben Aaron so he speaks in the negative sense who they are, and we identify them. Like Rashi says, that when we speak about the Tzaddik Lishvach, we speak about the Rosh Lignai. So therefore we identify them. Mashenk and the Parshas Bolik, they're not identified. But they are, as we say in today's Sedra, so we say, "V'shem ish Yisrael hamuke, asher huke samedioni zimri ben solu, nesiv beisav l'ashemoni, v'shem oisha hamuke hamedioni is kozbi be'vasur roishum is beisav b'medino." Okay, so zimri ben solu and kozbi basur, yeah. And our Rashi said, told us we know this din. It's a Gemara in San Amishna and a Gemara in San Hedrim, pe Aleph and pe Beis. But Rashi says, Rashi brings it in Pshutish Shal Mikra and Chumish, Rashi says as follows. Just take a glimpse at some Rashis on page 874, just to acquaint ourselves with, what, with, with, the, with the content of our discussion, we're exploring this Indian. Rashi says as follows. Rashi says, Vayar Pinchos on Posuk Zayin, that's page 874 in the Stone Edition, Posuk Zayin, that's second column, yeah, Rashi. He saw what was going on. Basically, what was going on? Zimri ben the Yeah, Zimri ben Solo, Ish Yisroel, right? Is cohabits with Cosby Basur b'Farhesia, right? B'fnei Kol Am Yisroel, b'fnei Kol Ha'Eda, and it doesn't have to be, I mean, okay, go on. That's what occurs, yeah? So he sees what occurs. He remembers a halacha, reminds himself a halacha, what halacha? He remembers a halacha, what Moshe? He says to Moshe Rabbeinu, I know from you, that one who cohabits with an Aramis, with a, a non-Jewess, right? And according to the Rambam, it has to be Dafka Noivedes Avidazora. She serves idols, or she's a daughter of idol worshippers. But she, if she is a Bas Ger Toishov, in other words, her parents don't serve idols, this halacha doesn't apply. Okay, that's what the Rambam says in Hilchis Sanhedrin Perikut Beis. Excuse me, in Hilchis Isuri Bia Perikut Beis. We're going on. So Abayla Ram is Kanoim Poigim Boy. So the zealots kill him. Omar Loi. So Moshe Rabbeinu says to him, The one who reads the letter should be the shliach. So you conveyed, you raised this issue. So you, he tells him, you be the shliach. He takes the spear in his hand. And as the Chumash says, he came after the Yisrael into the tent. He pierces both him and her. 
where it counts. El kavasa kmoya in her stomach, whatever. Betech zachros shal zimri v'nak for shaloh v'ro kulam, and everybody saw what he did. Shaloy lechinam horgim. He didn't just do it because of whatever, but he did it because the halacha demanded so of him. Then Rashi concludes v'har benisim naasuloi. Benisim occurred then. The Gemara says kedisa osam, like it says in Gemara and also in Medrash. Okay, now. Uh, there's like the, the Rogachover, we get there are a fair amount of Rogachovers in this topic on Kanoa Habaril Aram is Kanoim Pagimboy. I just to simple to take the simple ones, yeah? So one of them we may anyway we may have touched on the different issues through the years, but one issue the Rogachover raises, which the Urachaim Akodish has this obvious question. If you take a look, we, we mentioned it already in passing just a moment ago, and that is, it, we, there's a whole Arichas in this parish, in Parshas Pinchas. So basically, the Torah, in short, conveyed that there was what occurred in the end of Parshas Bolok, and in Parshas Pinchas, Akodish Boruch, who again reiterates, repeats, again, in Posuk Yudala, take a look in your stone edition, page 876, Torah repeats again the whole, in detail, and in detail. V'shem is Yisrael hamukka, asher hukka samidyon is everyone so on the series of the Shemani. V'shem is Yisrael Right? Repeats the whole thing all over again. So the Rechaim HaKadosh asks, why is there whole, this repeat? Why is it all repeated? And it's repeated in detail. Then he also goes into the details of the psukim. He says, why the repetition? V'shem ish Yisrael hamukke asher hukka. Hamuka is a midionis. Hamuka asher hukka. V'shem isha hamuka doesn't say asher hukka, etc., etc. Imamish goes into the nitty gritty of the psukim and he explains them lefi oifanoi hu. Okay, but as known, the Rogachover going sees everything with the lenses of halacha. And therefore, he sees how certain uh, uh, points and uh, protein uh, details mentioned in the Posuk reflect a halacha. Reflect a halacha. The issue he raises is as follows In Posuk Yudalit, it says, V'shem ish Yisroel ha the ish Yisroel who was <coughs> smitten. So it, and then it says in Tezvah v'shemo isha hamuka, the woman which was who was smitten. But there's one difference. When we speak about the 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 yid, the the shem ish Yisrael, it says hamuka asher huka esamidionis. But when it speaks about the woman, it doesn't say ha'isha hamuka. <coughs> Excuse me. Asher yeah, huka. that she was the one with the Yisrael. When we speak about the Yisrael, we speak about the Yisrael who was smitten with Asher Hukka Esamidionis. So Hukka Esamidionis says the Targum and the Ibn Ezra. Es means with, in. So the Chumash says, and the name of the man of the person who was smitten with the Midionis, Asher Hukka Esamidionis. So the truth is there's a repetition. Hamuka Asher Hukka to the Rechaim asks that. But we mentioned the Midionis, that we, he was smitten with her. That's the meaning of Esa Midionis, with her, like it says in Targum, and even Ezra. At the same time. Yes, with her. Hmm. But Veshemo Isha Hamuka Midionis, right? We say there was a Isha who was Muka, the Midionis, because it was her. We don't speak about him. Why? When we speak about him, we speak about her. When we speak about her, we don't speak about him. Why? Okay. So the Rogachover says that this reflects a halocha. 
He doesn't say, but he explains it al pi halacha. And of course, which halacha? Shita sa Rambam, based on what the Rambam tells us. And based on that, he understands why the Torah writes it so, so that reflects the Shita sa Rambam. Just before we get there, let me just bring to your attention another point where there's another interesting rugged shover, and that is in a machlekes of Rambam and Raivet. The Raivet is mechadash achidish gadol, and that is as follows. The Rambam tells us, the words of the Rambam reads in Hilchas Isurei Bia, Perik, Yud Beis. So the Rambam says in Aloha Dalet, Kol Haboyel Kusis, Bein Derech Asnus, Bein Derech Znus. Yeah, I don't have to tra- translate, but it's understood. Okay, I'll touch. Whoever is Boyel a Kusis, and I didn't touch, yeah. Whoever cohabits with a Kusis, he uses the learning. This is just from the censor. Kusis, the Loshan, well, actually, in the mission it says Boyal Aramis. The Loshan Agimori is a Boyal Kusis. We once discussed the Aramis and the Kusis. Let's just go on. Either it is with the intent for marriage or it's with the intent of Znus. In Boalo Bifarhesia, if he cohabits with her openly in public, what's Bifarhesia? The Gemara says Bifarhesia. The wrong touch is what's the Bepharesia? If it's in front of ten Yidin or more, and there's a Truva Samaram Shik, which says that it doesn't have to be mamish in front of their eyes, but if it is with the knowledge that's sufficient, okay? And the, the, these Hagdoris are in relation to other halachas where they have to be done Bepharesia, etc. Okay, so there are guidelines. In other words, a Machal Shabbos Bepharesia. Yeah, it has to be with the knowledge of uh, 10 Yidin, etc., and with many other guidelines. And I regularly say, because the rabbi is here this evening, so I'm going to just share that with him, because he's a rabbi of a, of, a, of, a, of, a, of a congregation, which maybe this has to be conveyed. And that is, there's a truva from a big godel in, from the city of Shavil, and that is Scharia Yosef Stern, who was a rov in Shavel, I believe Shavel was, is definitely, I know for sure, it's definitely a city in Lite, in Lithuania, but one, I believe it was second to Vilna. It was a big city. So the, the rov in Shavel was a big going, a murder going, and he wrote, how do I know? You don't have to be a big maven. You can be even an Amorit, and you can realize, because by him, the kiss is atzuma. It's poshit, phenomenal, mind-boggling. Every two lines is like, I'll tell you, half shas and all the Rishonim and Achronim, it's not to be believed. It's possible not to be believed that a, 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 a Yelud Isha, really, it's not a rocket shovel, right? Nevertheless, a Yelud Isha should have such ideas, no computers, no nothing. It's unbelievable the ideas in Kola Kul, and not just worldly, unbelievable. He was like the special, unique, phenomenal mind, right? He knows everything, and he knows everything in, 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 in secular, etc. Anyway, he has a gewaldic, and it's a very chosh of a yid, meaning that all the daily Yisrael of sent Shilas to him, etc., etc., etc. He has a tshuva in Erechaim, which was just recently reprinted about a year ago, and reset and re-edited. The old edition is hard to read. It's on hebrewbooks.org. You can download it. You can see it. With a hechsher, you can download it with a hechsher. I mean to say it's permitted. There's, there's no copyright. That's what I mean to say. The new one is already from Machon Yerushalayim, published. It could be it's in the Oitzer Achochma, whatever. An Afghan is, I made sure to get a hold of the new... <coughs> Did you bring it? No, someone else brought it. It's two heavy volumes. Anyway, so Baruch Hashem, I got it from Eretz Yisrael a year ago. The Iker, in Shalos, the Shalos, Simil Chof Aleph. Yeah, a yid comes into his shul or a shul, and he, they find out he's a Machal Shabbos, and he was the 10th of the minion. 
And they yes, they send a shaila to the shavel or rov to the rov and shavel. and he's the tenth. What do we do? You have no idea. It goes twenty to twenty-five pages. It's unbelievable to, to 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 how do you say it? To to define define to brand someone as a machal shabbos that you shouldn't be able to be mitzarifim to a minion. You have to be the biggest lamb. It's unbelievable. What well, he goes through to prove that he has a din of a machal shabbos, and he brings all the different yonim what makes someone a machal shabbos, all the pirte protein. And it's garnish Parshat. It's a fight from Parshat. And that's why when I see articles written and they say, So I push it, I comment, I comment, and I say, Look, that you can't just brand someone because you came to Shul, drove to Shul on Shabbos. No way. It's Parshat Nachayach. You have to learn the truth. It's murdered. I had the local rabbi copy the truth that he should also learn it before he passes anybody. And maybe I should send it to someone else. Now, listen, everybody has their, their rabbonim. And I know in Hungary they were makpid, etc., etc. But nevertheless, to say also that other yidin are mekel, they say, uh, uh, to make someone a machal shabbos, they shouldn't be able to be mitzar of him, to give him an aliyah, is gornish posh. They have to be posh to be glam. It's a gornish. It's a gornish. He's not dead. See, I wouldn't say that, and he said it. And finished. But you're being recorded. Excuse me, Lachaim. Anyway, moving on. This was just like, by the way, we do we say things like that, by the way. So when when he didn't like you come, right to Zoom. Excuse me. You've got to touch it up. Yeah, I want to know what he said already. Yes, it's all good. Yes, let's move. Okay, excuse me. Yeah, the Icarus, so the run the, the continues. Yeah, so the Ramam says, So those zealots who kill him, plural, you don't have to, not one zealot. You can have a whole band of zealots. So if they all take part in his killing, they're all mishubach. They're all praised. You think only No, the Rambam says that all those who kill him, they're all mishubach. They're all praiseworthy, and they're all zrizin magdim alamitzvus. I'm a chay givaldik. Okay, where that lotion comes from, what the reference for that halareilu mishubach and zrizin, I'm not sure. I don't think there's an open reference in the Talmud for it or anywhere else. But let's go. Then the Ramam concludes with Dovaz Sinai. This is Allah Mishmi Sinai. It's a Mafur Shigmar and Havid Zor. It's Allah Mishmi Sinai. And Rayle Dover Zah Maisa Pinchos Bezimri. A Ray from the Chumish is Maisa Pinchos Bezimri, the story we learned. Okay. Dikar, the, the Rai, it's very late. The Ravid says on this, where the Rambam says. Yeah. Maisa Pinchos Bezimri. Yeah, the Pinchos kills Zimri. Okay. Then the Ramam goes on to tell us additional halochas. The Iker, so on this halochah, there's a rivet, and the rivet is masik. The Memes says, I don't know if you're mukhrach to learn that the rivet is masik. So there are many rivets where it's not openly that he disagrees. He sometimes comes to fill in for the Rambam, okay? But nevertheless, here the Magad Mishnah learns this rivet, and who was very, the one who was very much into that is there's a yid, uh, whatever, there's an addition of Rambam, the the the. the Kopach edition, the Kapach edition, he was uh, at, from Taman, and he published the, yeah, the Taman edition from Ksav Yad, and he, he has this theory, 
I didn't study it very well, but I believe, if I recall correctly, he claims quite often, not always, I mean, sometimes it's obvious, but where it's not obvious, he claims that the rivet mm. just comes to, so to speak, to, to slot in and submit information in the Rambam. But Lavdavka, he argues on the Rambam. And in this, actually, in this rivet, you can possibly say, as if, because the Rambam wrote it, so to speak, in, in a very, he wrote, so even though we know very well whatever the Rambam held, he wrote, nevertheless, this rivet, we can say that he may have submitted, but the Magadmisha says, before she argues. You mean like he substantiated or not? Sometimes he substantiates Rambam, so definitely so. Not in this case. In, yeah, frequently he does, oh, for sure. Not, he doesn't always argue, oh, for sure, even though they're always, you know, captioned as Hasogas Arrivet, that he disagrees, you know, he's arguing. But anyway, here the Rivet says, on where the Rambam says that the halacha applies, etc., etc., he says, This halacha that we say, and there's reason, is only if this, if this boy, El Aramis, was warned in advance. If he was warned and told that you're not allowed to be boiled in Aramis, Bifarhesia, so then, I mean, Bitsina, the Rambam discusses exactly what the Yisurim are Bitsina, right? In private, but in public, yeah? So if he's warned, so then this applies. Uh, excuse me, Shehisru Boy Vele Pirish. They warned him, and he nevertheless continues on doing what he's doing, the wrongdoing. But if he wasn't warned in advance, we don't say that he's praiseworthy. Now, he says we don't say he's praiseworthy. I've seen this rivet quoted to say not just we don't say he's praiseworthy, we also have no right to kill him. Because it's a din hasra, and I believe the Magad Mishnah understands it that way too. Because the Magad Mishnah comes and tries to reconcile, the, not tries, excuse me, reconciles the Rambam. The Magad Mishnah is Kiyodua, reconciles Rambams when it comes to Asagas Arrivet. And the Magad Mishnah says clearly on this as follows. He says in Alokha Dalit, says he, after he quotes what the rivet says. So according to the rivet, it's, there's a stipulation. In other words, it depends. If he was warned and he doesn't separate, so then, it, uh, then, then we say, you the Kanoim Pugimbai. He, he wasn't warned, and the Kanoim have no right to kill him. Okay? So the Magid Mishnah says, who says, the fact is, whoever does something deliberate, right, knowingly, an Avera, he doesn't need to be warned, because the whole Ingen of Asro is lahafkin ben shogig lamezit. In other words, when is one, when do we have the best enough right to execute somebody, right? It's only, when is he chayv misa, when is he regarded as he violating, only when he's amazed. If he's a shogig, he's a korban. But it doesn't bring... But if someone is amazed, then sorry Asro. Now he's saying, he says, in the case of a Kanoim Pogin, if he is amazed, if he knows it's prohibited, and nevertheless he's doing it, right? The din is he doesn't need to be warned. Why? So he explains why. In other words, that's the Shit Saramba. The whole din of Hasro is only. That's with the basis of Asra, is only by Mrs. Bezden. When Bezden executes, when the court executes someone, so for Bezden to have give them right, the, the legitimate, the right to execute, so we have to we have Asra. But this is a halacha misina. And the fact is that it has many guidelines, because the Ramam goes on to tell us. Then the Ramam says that when are you, when a Kanoim Pogin boy only Bishas Maisa. 
In other words, if they're still doing the sin, if they're sinning together, they're cohabiting. So then the din is, then you have right, the canoeing zealots can get them, like it was in the story, like it was in the case of Pichas Zimri, that, that's why it says in the Torah, El Kavosa, that he's doing it in their, in, the, in other words, like Rashi, the details, right? Avol Rash, and the fact is that it's not a Mrs. Bezin, because if someone violates and he's, he has, we have the Bezin has right to execute him, we execute him after he does the act. Right? He's even Avera. So we bring and we do all the interrogation, etc., and then we kill him. So it's not Bashas Maisa. But here we see the guidelines are it's Alochal Abish Misina. And what is the Alochal Abish Misina? I said, only Bashas Maisa. So but maybe he says, therefore, Avalzu Aloch of Eri Rashi and Bashas Misa. But maybe he says, all the Halochas of Ashra are non applicable because Adinim of Ashra said only by Bezden executes, okay? And here it's clearly not an execution of the Bezdin. It's the Kanoin doing it based on the Allah Halobesh Misina, and it has to be Dafke Bashas Maise, and also, we don't find such a thing, Bachalal, that Pinchas warned Zimri. Okay. Then he brings, he explains that possibly we can interpret a piece of Gemara that there was, etc., based on Asra, and the Merkavas Mishnah discusses this. But this is, this, this is the Magad Mishnah's take. Okay, uh, actually, time doesn't allow, but there is, it's clear from the Magad Mishnah, the way he understands the Rambam, that the, the gather of, it's very clear that it's not Misa's Bezdin, right? It's not Bezdin executing. It's this individual who, who kills him and, and guns him down, right? That's number one. Uh, the question is, is it Bechlal Begeder Chi of Misa or not? That's a whole different discussion and a very interesting discussion, which is raised by the Rogachev Ragam, which we're not going to discuss today. You know, and we're talking all about the Rogachevs, which we're not going to discuss. The Gedrukte, the Gedrikte, and we're not going to discuss it. And this is, in, in premise, it's a machlokes of the Ran and the Ramban. The Ramban and the Ran and Mesichta Sanhedrin learns that this, that the Kanoin, the Zealots, kill him, is not the criteria and the parameters are not Chiyuv Misa. It's a total different, they are total different parameters. Till now we're talking about the of Mrs. Bezdin. So no, this is an individual, and this is the Bezdin, and we say, therefore, there's no Ashra needed. That's what the Magad Mishnah said. Now, good, the Bezdin isn't doing it. The individual does it. Now, the individual does it. Does it have a criteria of Chi of Misa? In other words, is the Boyal Aramis Chai of Misa or not? When he does it before Hesia, okay? According to the Ran, he's not Chai of Misa. It's just a halacha and a permission or a mitzvah. There's machlokes, another machlokes. If the if the if the kanoi is permitted, the rameh, the yad rameh, and Sanhedrin learns that it's only permitted. There's a permission. That's the way the Ramah learns in Cheshem Mishpat that it's only a permission for the kanoi for the zealot to do it. The Ran learns it's also a mitzvah for the zealot to do it. Okay, but Bezdin doesn't permit it for him. You ask Bezdin, Bezdin. Minds their own business. Bezin tells him, mind your own business. In other words, don't. You come to Bezin, it's ain't murdering Cain. Halacha, there ain't murdering Cain. We will not pass in the halacha for him. It's only if you're a zealot, you do it on your own. So it's not a getter of Chiv Misa. So I'll call upon him. So it's not the, the Bezin which directs him, number one. Number two, this that I can implement it and do it. The halacha of Misa gives me the right. Either the mitzvah or the, or the heter, the right, the permit. It's not the getter that the boil Aramis is actually Chiv Misa. The, the Ramban learns in, in the Sharoshim, in Sefer Ramitzvah, in Sherosh Gimel, that no, the Boyal Aramis, there is a Chiyuv Misa upon the Boyal Aramis, because he does it before yet, based on the Allah Halom Sinai. And the Nafkamin of the Rogachover says, and the Rebbe discusses it in Lukut Sichas, volume 8, possibly we'll talk about it on Wednesday, and the Rogachover wants to say, according to that, the whole approach, the whole perspective, the whole take, the whole. Uh, um, uh, 
In other words, cook. How do you say it? No, Tugan. the whole perspective. Yeah, the whole tzugan of, of this kanoim poigim boy has is bachal a total different category. It's a different kettle of fish. It's not bigger than misa bachal. So there, the Rabbi Shreva says there's no dinasro. In other words, till now we were discussing is there misa bezdin or not. Now we're saying it's bachal not bigger than misa. It's a special aloch on the kanoi. Okay, out. So the Rabbi also deals with it, like I say. Okay, but here the Rogachover has a different take on it. On the one hand, the Rogachover brings a riot to arrive at. And frequently we find that even though his Rebbe is the Rambam, nevertheless, sometimes he, he will substantiate the rivets, etc., because he also comments for the rivet and others. Okay, so in the Rambam, he brings, he says, you know, for this Adhalmid Yerushalmi, which seems to substantiate the rivet, where it says in Talmud Yerushalmi that when Pinchas wanted to do it, or was about to do it, they wanted to put him in cheirem, they wanted to excommunicate excommunicate him. They weren't happy with what he did and what he wants to do. Okay, so the Pnei Moshe learns, the Pnei Moshe learns that the war, because the halochi is, the rule is, when it comes to the zealots do it, it's if you ask them, we don't direct them to do it. Halacha ve'en even though the halacha is so. But maybe that's the meaning of what the Yerushalmi means, that it was shaloi b'ritzayin chachomim, it was without their directive. That's the way the Pnei Moshe learns. But the Rogachover says, Pshat, that, that's the way the Rogachover says, that it says in Yerushalmi, that rotsu they wanted to put him in nidui, right? Uh, excommunicate him. And it's shaloi b'ritzayin chachomim, which that, it became muchach kishitas harozal. That seems to substantiate the cheetah of, of the rivet. What did he do wrong? If not for Asra, everything went fine. He did follow the rules, right? So Vaisakhuis, there was something lacking. What was lacking? Like the Hasra was lacking, pardon? So why well, we take it easy? So Vibal, the, the Hasra was lacking, so therefore, which actually the Migdal Ois, the, the, the Migdal Ois, who was one of the Rishonim, I believe they, he's one of, it's known, I think he's known as a Talmud or Rajba, but from the Migdalois, which most of the time, when it comes to a Machlokis of Rama Moravit, and he reconciles the Machlokis, most Mephorshim don't know what he's talking about and can't siphon, work out his information, can't work out what he means. And the Yamsha Shlem has a lot to say, uh, the Marshal, about this Migdalois, but whatever the case is here, he just, in relation to the Ravit, he says clearly, he brings, interestingly, he brings this Yerushalmi. He says, "Vani Oimer Hasra Zu Loi Mitzah Osia." I didn't find the din of Hasra mentioned. Loi beperik ein ma'amidid, veloi beperik an Israf and bebavli. I didn't find it anywhere. Ach, be Yerushalmi in Bavli. I didn't find it in Yerushalmi. It says, "Yesh Loi Mikzas Tam." There, it has some basis. Damrina b'maisa zimri pinchas loi b'retzen chachamim osa. So he brings this Yerushalmi. Interestingly, like the Rokachover already brings it. I mean, the Miguelois brings it, but the Rogachover brings it too. He likes it. He goes along with it for the rivet. He just concludes, Ella, the Maisev, this is Yerushalmi. What's with the Rambam? Ella, she'ein, lannu lismech olav. We can't rely on the Yerushalmi. Hoel v'loi huzkar bebavli. Well, that's... Yerushalmi? Where is it? The Yerushalmi is in Sanhedrin, in Sanhedrin al-Assar, in Seif Perik Tess in Sanhedrin. Seif Perik Tess. Why can't Excuse we rely me. on it? Because the, the rule is, it says in, in, in the riff, in, in the Rabbi Ben Yitzchak Al-Fasi, at the end of Mesech Ta'eruvin, uh, yeah, that when there's a machlokis of Babli in Yerushalmi, we pass it with the Babli, because it came after the Yerushalmi. 
So he says this, that's why, even though the Ravit has some say we can substantiate with the Yerushalmi, but the Rambam doesn't side with the Yerushalmi, which here it's Moshe Kapoir, most of it frequently. When there are problems, we have no sources for the Rambam and Bavli, we'll bring a Yerushalmi for him, and the Rambam is very big on the Yerushalmi. Anyway, Whatever, that's what Megudnilai says. The Rogachara says a very interesting thing. The Rogachara says, what is the Rog- how does the Rambam understand this, this Yerushalmi? In other words, he reconciles this Yerushalmi for the Rambam. If, in other words, it's clear from the Yerushalmi that there's a certain, he's doing this act. It's Why? So everything seemed to be kosher. So according to this rivet, it sounds good, right? means that there was no Hasro. The Rambam holds you don't need that shiro, right? Like the Magad Mishnah explains according to his take because it's not a Mrs. Bezin. But according to this Yerushalmi, what's wrong? So he says as follows. The words of the Rogachover going is, Kivan Dezeloi have a geder din. Rakanoim. In other words, it's not a psak of the Bezin. The Kanoim. Everybody, it's, 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 it's left up to one's discretion. If you're a zealot. A zealot, yeah? But mainly he says, Zeloi shayich rak b'misha yochi lahorgo. This is only Shaykh by one who has the ability, he's suitable to kill him. So if you you're suitable, and not just capable, but suitable. In other words, you have to, in both, both things, capable and suitable, right? So therefore, so then it's Shaykh to say that you're the din of Kanoim Pogimboy. Avol Pinchas, Shahoya Koyen. Pinchas was a Koyen. Ayin Zvochim Dafku. He was a Koyen? We'll soon see. Ayin Zvochim. Ayin Zvochim Dafku Fala from the base. Look in Zvochim Dafko Falafam at base. In Cain, a love ain't mutal hadover. So it's not, it relies upon the zealots. And like the Rambam says, Velosh and Rabbim, Kanoim, Pogim by plural. Mishubochinum is erosing, in other words, they're all zerizing. Many. So Vashtubstuzuch Mr. Koyen is therefore ain't mutal hadover. Is therefore it's not mutal hadover, a love, Velochim Bikshulin Adoisai. That's the way the Rambam learned that Gemara. That's the way the Rambam learned to Yerushalmi, that the reason why they wanted to be, be put him in Nidui was because he was a Koyin, and therefore it's not mutal love. What's the problem? Well, luckily, well, the Pashtus, I can figure out what he means. But first, was he a Koyin or not? So therefore he references, he says, Ayin Zvokim Kufalev, because Rashi himself says already in our parsha that Rashi says, Loi, Niskain Pinchos, Ela, where is it? Right in our Sedra. Rashi says clearly in our Sedra, Loi Niskain he brings from Zvokim, Rashi, H, page 876 in your stone edition. Gimel. So Pinchas wasn't a coin only until after he killed Zimri. So, but when he killed Zimri, he's not a coin. So there's no problem. So he's just a commoner like anyone else. He's not a coin. So Pinchas is like everybody else. No problem. Okay? But, says the Rogachover, there is a manda Omar in Mesich Tezvachim that no. Pinchas was a coin, because after all, he's Pinchas ben Allah ben Aaron a coin. So he was a coin even before Niskain. Pinchas even before Horgul Zimri. There's a Manda Omar in Misikh Tzvachim there in Dafkofala. That's why he says Ayn Zvachim, because there's a Manda Omar like that. And therefore, if he's a coin, so he, it says in the turtle, Nefesh Loyitamba Ba'amov. So there's a love, there's a prohibition on the coin to be, become Tomei. If there's a prohibition on the coin to become Tommy, is loy olav mutal. What does he have to do? What did he do? He takes the spear and stabs them. Maybe he won't do mess mitzvah. There isn't a mess mitzvah. No, 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 no. What's wrong? It's all right. They're only allowed by mess mitzvah. Good. But they're not a mess mitzvah. In Bemela, therefore, there are other zealots. Yeah. There are other zealots. What do you want to say? You want to did say something? Did he stab them or did he just throw it into No, what does it say? It says it, he, 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 he pierces them. Yeah. yeah. He pierces them. So, 
So he becomes Tommy, what right? So it's loyal of mutal. And And interestingly, there's an Orach, uh, excuse me, there's an Orach Laner. Orach Laner in Mesichta Sanhedrin says an interesting thing. He says, we can say, the Gemara says that Pinchas asks, Rashi brought it, right? Brought it at the end, the Parshas Bolok. He asks Moshe Rabbein, right? He saw what's going on, that this Boyal Aramis, he reminds himself of the Halacha, right? Then he says to Moshe Rabbeinu, didn't you teach us a Boyal Aramis, Kanoim Poygin Boy? So Moshe Rabbeinu says to him, Pravanke, the one who reads the letter, should be the Shliach. Okay, so the Orach says two things. One thing he says, normally you learn that Pinchas didn't know the Halacha. He didn't know the Halacha. Moshe Rabbeinu taught us, in other words, he didn't know how to implement the Halacha, and he asks him, no, but he'd be asking. No, he asks him. He asks him. Yeah, he says, yeah. You be said there, yeah. But the Likudas Advarim is, so he inquires, is he allowed, right? So he says, but I'll call upon him. So he wants to say, Pirchos really knew the halacha. But his Shiloh was, I'm a koyit. Am I allowed to do it? So he says to him, crying at the igres, the iolever, pravanke. In other words, he gave him the permission. And, the, and he says an interesting thing. He says, what was his question? The fact is in, in Medrish, take out a Medrish on the spot. The Gemara says there are many, many <coughs> Nisim occurred. One of the Nisim the Medrish says is, yes, if they through the spear or you pierce them. The Medrish says that HaKadosh Baruch who made a nest that he pierces them and no blood is gushing. And they still remain alive whilst he's raising them up and showing the public what he's doing. The yeah? They're still alive. They're still alive. What did I, so it says Mephurush and Medrash. Why was it still alive? Because HaKadosh Baruch who made a nest. Because he was a coin, he shouldn't become Tommy. So in other words, the sheet of the Medrash is that he wasn't, he was already a, still a coin. He was a coin beforehand. And HaKadosh Baruch makes his nest. He says, definitely, Pinchas didn't rely on that. Because he can be so Mechala nest. So he asks Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu, Baruch Kotsh. He had Ruach HaKadosh and HaKadosh Baruch is going to make the nest. It's interesting. It passed more that for Psachsid the Sherebis, it says, Shepshat and not a hit from Ashkenaz. A God will be Israel and Ashkenaz who says it's a Pshatl. But I'll call upon him. It sounds like a Pshatl, but it's a good one. And the Iker is, he says, Moshe Rabbeinu, Baruch Kotsh, he says to him, get gone to do it because he knew HaKadosh Baruch Hu he shouldn't become Tommy he says with this he can also answer the kasha of the Ran the Ran, the Ran asks a kasha he says the halacha is if you ask the Bezna if you allow to go on to do it may you may you pierce kill the, the person who was Baal Aramis so the din is Amorin came right without a question if the zealot goes fine but the Bezna can't direct him yes or no right if so how does Moshe Rabbeinu say to him so it's a directive in an indirect way he didn't say okay do it but he said basically do it in other words he said do it he says the one who reads the letter should go do it so but he says based on this he says possibly we can learn as follows that din which we say the halacha is taka that way but we can't pass it that way. That's why Besdin cannot say, Kanoi in boy. You Kanoi, go be, go kill him. Because ain't murdering, right? Even though the halacha is that way. Halacha, but they ain't They can't pass it to the Kanoi, go kill him, right? What happens if Pinchas knows the halacha? The Shaila is only, if he can do it with Sadakoin, then the thing doesn't go away. It's not a problem. So he says, the Kraina, the Igrisa Eel of Paravanka was in relation to the Koin aspect. In other words, he knew that as a Kanoi, he can do it. But he didn't know the question was the Koyen. And therefore, there's no problem, even though the halacha is a American, we can't tell a person to go kill him. But that might, 
Pinchas himself knew that he can kill him. He just had a query about the Koyim part. And therefore, but I'll call upon him, going back to the Rambam. So the Rambam, we're finishing right now. We have five minutes. We have five minutes, correct? We're finishing. So therefore, the Rambam Paskins that, uh, that's what the basis for the, uh, that's the way the Rambam learns this Talmud Yerushalmi. In other words, even though the Migdalois learns that this Talmud Yerushalmi doesn't suit the Rambam. And he says, why? And we follow with the Bavli, according to the Rogat going, this Yerushalmi can also suit the Rambam because the, the, the Rambam learns this this Yerushalmi, that Rotsul and Adoisoi was because he's a Kohen, not because he didn't, wasn't mastered, because there's no Asro. Now, going back to the Rogachova, the Rogachova tells us as follows. In, in our text, it says, as reads, let's read the Rambam. The Rambam says, the next halochen, halochei, Veina kanoi rashoi levgoye ben. The Gemara says, Nefurushi Mesich to Sanhedrin. There's no Chidush. Read, a lot of Chidush, but you have to read it carefully. Veina kanoi rashoi levgoye bohen, ele bishas maise. The Kanoi is not allowed to kill them only whilst it's occurring. Kizimri, like in the case of Zimri, Shanemar, Beso Isha El Kavosa, whilst they're sinning, right? So then he may do it. Avo, Impirish ain't Hergenoise. But if they end the act, so then you cannot kill him. Okay. And then he goes on to detail it. Now, if you notice, the language reads as follows The Eina Kanoi Rashoi Livgoya Bohen. The Kanoi is not allowed to kill them. Ela b'shas ma'ise, kizimri, like in the case of Zimri, shenema beso isha el kavoso. He kills them whilst their the act is happening. Right during the act, he kills them both. Like the Torah describes mefurish in Sefer Parshas Balok. Right? Okay. Now it says bohen plural. Now the din of Kanoim poigin boy. The Mishnah says haboyel aramis Kanoim poigin boy. Boy, correct? And all over the Gemara says, Kanoim poigim boy. Does it say bohen? It doesn't even say Kanoim poigim bo. So the question is, the Rambam's language reads, Veina kanoi rasher goya bohen. Ele bishas maise. Kizimri shenema vesayishel kavoso. We're talking about bohen means the male and the female. So it seems that the haloch of Kanoim poigin applies both. In other words, these halachas, these, these, these parameters, these rules, these regulations apply both to him and to her. But when you're allowed to kill him or her and her is only when it's Bishas Maisa, but after the act, you're not allowed, right? Then he continues on, he says, I will perish in her But if they finish the act, you don't kill him. What's going on here? Well, anyway, Baruch Hashem, there's a new Rambam, right? I don't mean new, like God forbid, like a New Testament. But edition. like I said, a new edition, yeah. <laughs> but I once said that you got to be careful with the new edition. But the new edition is Shapsi Frankel's Rambam. So in Frankel's edition, it says that in all the editions of the Rambam and in all the manuscripts of the Rambam, it says the Loshan Bohen. <clears throat> like as if the din of Kanoim Pogimboi and all these parameters apply both to him and to her. Okay. Nevertheless, well, soon, time doesn't allow to elaborate. I'm sorry. Actually, I'll, I'll add some salt and pepper to it, right? It says Bohen, yeah? So Rabbi Yeruchim Fischl Perla, who was one of a Godel B. Yisrael from Poland, and then made, uh, went to Eretz Yisrael, and lived in Eretz Yisrael. He was a Godel from Lita. So in his Sefer, uh, uh, Pirush, Rabbi Yeruchim Fischl Perla, on the Sefer Amitzvah of Rafsad Yegoin, in Chele Gimel, in the section of uh, 
mitzvah, samaches and samachtes, if I recall correctly, he brings a lotion, you know, this is the as of Rapsadi going. Possibly Rashi quotes it in the Aseris Adibris, I don't remember, yeah? Could be? We're in the Aseris Adibris, the, the Rapsadi going shows how in each of the Dibris, all of the Taryag mitzvahs are alluded, all of the 613 mitzvahs are alluded and hinted in the Aseris Adibris. So in the Dibur of Lois Sirtzach, in the Dibur of you're not allowed to murder, he puts in that canoeing zealots murdered her. That's what it says in the Azhoros of Rapsadji going. Asks Rabbi Yeruchim Fishel Perlo, what's going on? The zealots murder her? Firstly, why doesn't he mention that the zealots murder him? All over it says, can I poigin boy? Number one. Number two, murder her? Where do you find that there's a din of canoeing poigin boy? Doesn't say anywhere, can I poigin boy? Well, anyway, I don't know, he didn't notice this Lashna Rambam, but it's in the Lashna Rambam too. Kilo, as if to say that the Allah of canoeing poigin also applies to her. But, but, that's just a lotion, and I don't know exactly how to treat Taka this lotion. The fact is that this edition says that in the Samag, Sefer Mitzvah's Godel, and in the tour, they quote this Lashna Rambam, Ve'im, uh, sorry, Ena Kanari Rashi Livgoya Boy, as if they had a text which read, even though in all the editions and in all the manuscripts it says by N, they had a text which read Boy, okay, and if it reads Boy, so they say it as Ki'ilu, really we have to accept the Bohen, because in all the manuscripts it's Bohen. But they say, Pshat, what's the boy? Well, whatever the case is, it's quite clear from the sequence of the Ramam that it means only boy. The Ramam didn't learn that the din of Kanoyan uh, Poigin applies also to her, only to him. It seems like according to the Ramam it applies only to him and not to her. At least the Rogachavar girl learns that way. Okay, so the Rogachavar girl learns like Kipshute in the Mishnah and the Shas, that the Halach of Kanoyan went up boy Aramis. Right, Kanoim poigin boy and not bo. Right, even though the Maisa Shahoya was both boy and bo. Okay, and what is the basis? So we kill him based on this Allah Halomashim Sinai, and it's Nirmas Bikro because of Maisa Shahoya. Okay, fine. So when we take out a Parsha's Bolok, it's very clear that that's exactly what happened. We kill him and her. But according to the Rogachover going, Akadish Baruchu deliberately repeats the story. Right? I believe, I'm saying even though Rogachavar only speaks about this specific uh, detail of our Asher Hukas Amidionis, but we can appreciate, according to the Rogachavar, why actually the whole Pasuk is repeated with all the details. Because he wants to tell us as follows. When we learn in Parshas Bolok, we can be mistaken to learn that this, that we, because the Maisa Shahoya makes it clear that we kill him and we kill her, and we kill him and we, how do we know that it's only Bishas Maisa? Right? So the Allah Halomishimisina tells us that. But Bishas Maisa, like the Ramam says, it's like Himaisa Shahoya. The Ramam says, The rise from the Posse, Right? So the Raya seems to be from Parshas Bolok. So if the Raya is from that Posse, and it says, It seems that the Halach of Kanoim Poigim Boy applies both to him and to her. Right? Okay? And according to that, what happens after the sin? Right? And he hadn't, the Zealot hasn't yet. They, 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 they violated, right? And the, the zealot hasn't yet killed him. He has no right to kill him. To the point that if he kills him, you, you know, he's, he's Nairag. He's Chayv Misa, the Roman Paschus, right? Based on the Gemara. The same, according to that, he can't kill her. Says the Rogachover going, no. 
That's why HaKadosh Baruch Hu separates, tells us this din. He, he actually just says it on this prat. Take a look. In other words, he learns this Rambam, even though it says Bohen, but because the Rambam continues on to speak only about him. Okay? The halacha of Kanoim Pogin applies only to boy. It does not apply to her. The reason we kill her is for other reasons. The reason we kill him when he does it because of the halacha of the and it has the, the, the parameters, in other words, the details of the halacha, we know from what it says in the Chumash. So he says, therefore, according to that, we'll kill him only during the act. After the act, if he wasn't killed, you have no right to kill him. Because that's what the halacha of Mishmishinah says. But the reason we kill her during the act is not because of the halacha of Kanoim Pogimboy. Because of a different halacha. So because it's based on a different halacha, the rule will be that even after the act, we kill her. And that's why, and the, one moment, one moment, and that's why it says in the Pasuk, let's read the Pasuk. That's why in Pasuk says the Rogachover, in Yudalet, V'shem ish Yisrael ha-muke, the, the Yid which was smitten, when was he smitten and why was he smitten? Asher huke samidyonis. Because he was smitten with the Midianists. When he was with the Midianists, that's when he was smitten. You had no right to kill him afterwards or before, right? Bishas Naisa. Imha Midianists. But, Bishemo Isha Hamuka, she was killed or she can be killed. He respect irrelevant if he, she's with him or with her. Lamaisa, we take a kill her. When she is with him, we killed her when she was with him. But is it halachically binding? Must it be? In other words, is the din of Kanoim Poigin, which tells us it has to be Bishasmai, so also applicable to her? That's why the Torah comes and says, he has to be with her, but she doesn't have to be with him. What is the basis why we kill her? So interestingly, there's an Arachayim HaKodesh at the end of Parsha's Bullock, and he says, maybe. He asks the question, why do we kill her? She's a Goyeta. She is a Basnoyach. She's not mitzvah. It's not over the Zayim mitzvah's b'nei noyach. If a, a, if a Yisroel is Baal Aramis, there's no din of, there's not one of the Aroyas. It's not about the mitzvah's b'nei noyach. So why do we kill her? So he says, possibly, it's based on a posik in, in Parshas Gdoshim, a Mishnah, in Mishich to Sanhedrin. The din is that if there's bestiality, right? And that is a man or a woman with an animal. So the din is, the Torah says, you stone the animal. Says the Mishnah, why? The Mishnah asks the question, why do we stone the animal? Russian brings it to Chumash and Bajra's notion. Hoyol shabosa takola al yodah. Vibal the yid, the man or the woman, was has a mikshal oven, says Rashi. She sinned or he sinned because of this, this behemoth. The behemoth is therefore, as a bagal etziana lansma. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Is Bemela because of this behemoth, so therefore, Hoyl Shabosa Takola Al Yoda, therefore, the behemoth stoned. Another reason the Mishnah says continues over with another reason. The Iker. So the Urachim HaKadosh says that may be the reason she's killed. Now, it's the Iker, the Iker. Lamaisa Bepelis and Mephurusha Ramba. And the Rogachover references a Rambam. He doesn't say where's the Rambam, but it's a Mephurusha Rambam. In other words, it tells us it's in the Rambam. And the Rambam is clearly, he just says, I want to just read the Loshan of the Rogachover. Yeah. Yeah. She's always killed, even not Bashas Maisa. It's a Rambam Bafurashis. A Mafurish. Where's the Rambam? The Rambam says Bafurish and Allah Yud. In Perikit Bez Allah Yud says the Rambam. Avol Yisrael. Avol Yisrael had bo alakusis. Excuse me, whatever. He says Mafurish. 
The reason why we kill her, her he speaks all the details, right? If these things occur, she gets killed. Because the reason. Because a yid sinned because of her. He says, Mefurish, Kibahem. But Dov is a Mefurish, but that's what he says. Then we're going to Shanemer, Hain, Hain, Hoyul Abne Yisrael, but Var Bilom, excuse me, Vachol Isha Yodas, Isha Mishkev Zohar, Haraygu. He says, take out a Chumash, and he quotes a Posak from Parshas Matos, where Akadosh Baruch Hu says, the reason he had, the Akadosh Baruch was angry on Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Rabbeinu was angry on the people that went to war. Why did you leave over the, 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 the women? And he says, these were the women who caused the Eden to sin. So the man of the round brings proof from there that the women have to be killed because they caused the women to sin. Exactly. So from there you know that's the, the men to sin. So from there you see that they have, we are, they're, they're, they're compared to the behemoth, just like the behemoth is killed. Even though, so, so even though the behemoth had no, it was just done, done, did it instinctively without anything, right? We killed the behemoth because the, the man sinned because of the behemoth. This caused the man to sin. Takol al yodo is al caused. The man sinned. But I mean to say, because a sin came about, because do. And via the behemoth, in other words, right? So therefore, the same goes with the, 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 the Midianis. So all the Mephorshim ask, what is the Rambam's proof from Parshas Matos? The rule in Parshas Matos was, Rashi brings it, the Gemara says in Yevamas, that HaKadosh Baruch Moshe Rabbeinu tells them that even the women who actually didn't sin, they were just suitable to sin, also should be killed. So how can that be a basis for the Rambam? So the Magad Mishnah asks the question, the, Rabbi, the Ramach asks the question, okay? Hamosha HaKoyin, I think that's his name. What are the Rishonim? It's in this new edition of the Rambam on the spot. And there's Stam Sefer Ramach, so there's the question if you don't have it. Whatever the question, that's an issue, right? So interestingly, interestingly, this Rabbi Ruchan Fischl Perla says that the Mokar of the Rambam is actually from our parsha. He says, look, the story of Tzorah Samidyonim, you have to wipe out the Midyonim, the war with Midyon. I'm finishing. I'm sorry, I'm late. I'm, I'm, give me another two minutes. Is, is recorded in Parshas Matos. Nevertheless, take out our Chumish. In our Chumish, the Torah says, But really, it didn't happen now. It happened only later. Nevertheless, HaKadosh Baruch already commands Moshe Rabbeinu, you should wage war, you should fix the Midyonim. And then, so the Iker, and then if you notice in page 878, it's an interesting posuk. There's a new posuk starts by Yiachreyamagefa, and there is a psik in the middle of the posuk, a stop, a full stop, and it's like as if it starts a new, a new, a new topic, but it's not a new posuk. What's going on? So there's a psik to Zutra, Rabbi Rucham Vishal Perla says that the mocker of the Rambam is not, even though he quotes <coughs> the Posik from Parshas Matos, right? But the mocker of the Rambam is psik to Zutra. That's from Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Eliezer, one of the Rishonim which we said was or before preceded the Rambam, right? Even though he's from Chachme Roimi. Nevertheless, he may serve as a mocker to the Rambam. And he asks the Shaila, why does HaKadosh Baruch Hu place this here? It's happened only in Parshas Matos. And also, what's the meaning of this? That there's a posuk in between, and it's a, 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 it starts a new posuk, and then there's a full stop, and then like as if a new topic starts. So he says as follows, HaKadosh Baruch was saying to the Amis, to Moshe Rabbeinu, he's saying to him as follows. He says, and that's the, the sequence of Avahi Achrei Amagefa. The question is, look, 24,000 died, right? The sinners, because they were sinners, right? But who caused the sinners to sin? Why or who did they sin? The women, right? So that's what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying. Tzorer is amidyonim vayihi achrei amagefa. Hibald, it's vayihi achrei amagefa. It was after the Yidin never died. Why was there a plague? Because they sinned. So if they sinned, so why should we only smite 
and the plague, the sinners, and the ones who were the cause for the sin, and via them there was the sin. Why shouldn't they be plagued? Why shouldn't we be tzorah them? So he says that's the sequence of the pasuk. That's why Hakadosh Baruch places as if to say there's a full stop there, even though it's a new pasuk. And if you notice, there's a parsha psucha. This is all. This 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 forms one parsha. There's a pay here and a pay there. Would you believe in the middle of a pasuk is a parsha psucha in chumish in Torah and sefer Torah? It's a new parsha, even though it's a new pasuk. It's the same pasuk in middle of a pasuk. There's a psucha and a stuma. It's a psucha. It's a parsha psucha. Take out a mikroiz gedolus. You see, there's a big pay before the posuk, before the vayidaber. There's a big pay after the words hamagayfa, as if it ends there. So yeah, this because the Torah says yeah, that's precisely that. Because avayach hamagayfa comes together with that. Hakadosh Baruch Hu says if the sinners have to be punished, they have to be punished. And then he continues on. He says why should they also be punished? Because madoch de behemah. We say avaz habehemah taharoigu. And the behemoth doesn't know what's going on. Nevertheless, we kill the behemoth. Surely the women who know what's going on is Hoyl Shabosa Takola Al Yodon. So therefore we kill them. But mainly he claims that we don't have to wait for Parshas Matos. Parshas Matos Taka is a special aloha that even those who weren't who didn't actually sin and didn't cause the sin, but they're just suitable to sin, then you also have to wipe out. Right? But this din that the sinners have to be killed, that's mentioned in our parasha, right? In sequence to the sinners, right? So the ones who caused the sin, here we're talking about the ones who caused the sin. And that's the Kalvachemer from the Behemoth. So, in other words, basically as follows. What the Rachaim HaKadosh says, Efsher, it says Befurish and Rambam, okay? <clears throat> the the, the mocker is not Lavdafka from Parshas Matash, which says later, because then there seems to be a problem. The mocker may be like the Psikta Zutra says, says, based on the logic, on the, uh, the rationale of the Rachaim, right? Like the Rambam says. Because it's like Doimel Behemoth, the Rambam says. Because the Yidin sin via them, right? But it's not from there. It's Dafka for the Posik in this parsha. What we have from it is that Dafka in the parsha Spinchos, we have a clarity why she was killed. She wasn't killed because of Kanoim Poigim Bo. She was killed because it's Hoyo Vabosa Takola Al Yodo. But maybe the halacha would be that even if it's separate, even if it's after the Maisa, even it's Lachar's man. Nevertheless, we have we kill her anyway because the din is that she's So therefore, we can appreciate all these different details, and uh, with that, we end. So have a, a good night. Yeah, separate. Yeah, yeah. So it's all. Yeah. So basically, all of this reflects Beautiful. the halacha. And there's also Ramesha Feinstein in his Shailas of Chuvah Seven Ezra Similam Ches has a discussion on all this, uh, and he also explains. He brings the Rechaim and the Rambam, and he explains why the Rambam chose Dafka the Psukim of Parshas Matis and not the Psukim here for the same reason, because from Parshas Parshas Pinchas we could be mistaken to learn that the reason she was killed was because of Kanoim Pegim. And therefore, he has to bring Dafka Pashas Matas, which seems to be obvious. It has nothing to do with Kanaim Pegimbe. But it doesn't bring the Pesik Zutra. So. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying, if you're interested, you can look there. Uh, what I wanted to say is, uh, going back to that, hmm, the Iker, I want to just say, this Rabbi Rucham Fischl Perla, I'm sorry, you all got to go, it's late. It, he, when he, he wants to fix up this Haz Horus, this is the Givaldic thing. This fits very nicely. That's, so the, he tainis, you know why the Azhoras Rapsadi going wrote that the Kanoin the Zealots kill her and don't mention that the Zealots kill him in the lab of Leisirzach? He says, you know why? Because the din of Kanoin is Okay? We're talking about Leisirzach where the terrorist says, don't murder. So the din of Kanoin is 
It's a drosh's chazal. It's only merumis bikro. So therefore, the Rabbi Sadi Yagon doesn't mention it in the love of Lashirtzach. What does he mention? That Zelat kill her. Why do we kill her? Because it says in the Chumash, So it's a Mephurish Apostle. Ah, Mephurish Apostle. So here the, the Rabbi Sadi Yagon wants to show you that even with the Torah says Lashirtzach, but there's a time, there's a case where you're Sirtzach. And that is the woman you have right to kill. Because the reason we kill the woman is not because of the Zerat's killer. Because of the of Kano in Pogima. The reason we kill her is because she's Daimala Bahama. And by the Torah, and there's a Mephorish Apostle, there's a Bahama Tarayu, so it's a Torah. He just wants to say, why does he say the Zerat's killer? Lamaise, if that's the case, why Zerat's? Nerag means that the Bezdin kills her. So he claims that Slav Dafka didn't the Zerat's. The Din is, a Zerat is one individual person, right? And the, the fact is, a ben noyach doesn't need to be prosecuted in a bezdin. Even an individual person could warn, and excuse me, a ben noyach doesn't need warning. So an individual person can be the one who testifies that they sinned, and that same one who gives testimony that they sinned can kill, can implement it. So that's the meaning of kanoin, that the kanoin, the zealots, get her. The din is, we're talking about a basnoyach, right? And a basnoyach, the din is, you don't need a bezdin. So therefore, we don't say Nehrad. The zealots get her. And the zealots are doing it. It's a halacha that a bezdin. That's bezdin. He does, does, but he doesn't have to do it all zealots. Anyway, more or less, it works out. The Nikutas Advorim, basically, the, the, in, in conclusion, that according to all of this, the halacha of Kanaim Pugim is only set on for relation to him and not on her, because she has a separate halacha. So the lotion of Bohen in the Rambam, even though like the Rambam takes it for granted, that the Rambam holds that. So let me just read these words. Holy words. He says, Kank Sivrak S. Dafka over here, it says that you kill him only with her. The Khan Loinokates, when we speak about her, it doesn't say yes. We just don't talk about him. Why? The answer is like the Rambam says, we'll always kill her, even if she's not with him. But, kill him only when it's Bishasmaisa. Before we begin, Sanhedrin, for Ossi Shapir, have a good night. It's all good, he says. For Ossi Shapir, it's all good. Okay. Studio. Wow. So we.